Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Sort of. Kind of. Um, having a little technical issues, but it's fine. Um, so no, That's what we do. And you know what? Honestly, our first our first walkthrough on, on this was just a bunch of technical issues about life. So That's true. Nobody's missing anything. We don't need to look each other in the face. Although, I don't know. I guess it makes it better. Um, but um, Oscars are tomorrow. So we figured we'd uh, get online. We haven't been, uh, we haven't done this in a long time. And I'll ask you uh, again, how do you feel about, <laughs> how do you feel about the hiatus? Or being, um, or being back? Um, I, I think um, it feels weird. I feel like I'm doing it. Uh, I, 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 just to give, some background we just we last left off about a year ago saying we weren't going to come back on until we had a format since then we haven't been able to achieve said format um we've pitched each other ideas and they nothing lands and um i just don't want to you know i was like let's not just let's not just have a long phone call that two people listen to let's actually have a reason for doing things and you agreed, but we just haven't done it yet. This is a special because um, you you very much like to have your you you need to get your movie picks out there before the Oscars. That's important for you. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons we started the thing was to like get rank our movies <laughs> when we first so started. When we first started it, we were like, oh, I think that was like our first episode. It was like ranking our, it was like an Oscar thing, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, Well, here we are. Here we are. Um, do you have any comments about the Oscars tomorrow? Do you think all the, all the uh, categories are basically sewn up by everything, everywhere, all at once? winning everything seems like it um i'm really looking forward to like the first 15 minutes i think it's going to be really good i think to me the thing that's really exciting and is i I, is that tom cruise is going to be there and he's going to be front row and he hasn't been around for a while and everyone you know he was at this producer's lunch and it was overheard of Spielberg telling him he saved Hollywood. So he's kind of like the mayor of Hollywood right now. And I think it's kind of cool. He's friends with Kimmel. So Kimmel's not going to make 
Scientology joked at him because obviously that's why Cruz doesn't like to go out and be in these public functions. He doesn't like to get exposed for being into a weird religious cult. So I think it's going to be fun to have that. And uh, I'm, I'm, that's what's got me interested. What about you? I didn't even know Tom Cruise was going to be there, but I'm glad uh, that he is because it will be, I'm sure everyone's going to make a joke about Tom Cruise on his behalf. Um, no, I, yeah, but they're, like I said, they're buddies. So I think that he's not going to do anything that's, that's going to be, you know, that's going to cause the room to gap or anything with, with him specifically. I am interested to, I think Kate Blanchett is going to win um, over uh, Michelle Yeoh. I think it's going to be somewhat of an upset. I don't know. I just think like the Academy, like loves Kate Blanchett and uh, they're just not going to vote for everything everywhere all at once for every category. I just don't think so. Um, well, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, I, I don't want to get it. You know, we're going to be doing our movies and talking about it. And I, and those movies are involved in my ranking. So um, I'll, I'll hold out my opinion on all that, but um, it's interesting. Okay. Um, all right. So um, yeah, this is like a year where, you know, one movie has just like come out of you know it came out a year ago like i think yeah it premiered at sundance like like and most movies do not last this long like all the movies that win basically like come out after august and then gain steam like this thing has just had legs and just like has won every single award show and I'm just curious to see uh, how it continues doing it. And I think, like, one of the main reasons that everyone loves it, obviously, is because every other movie this year has really been, like, most movies have been really, Oscar movies have been, like, really depressing and, like, just heavy drama. And, like, this one is um, full of hope and love and, you know, people want that. They want a happy ending. Um, well, that's the Coda effect, right? That's how Coda won last year. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, we're going to be doing our favorite movies of the year, uh, our TV shows, basically our year-end uh, tops. Um, obviously, you always handle the music. Um I'll just sit and uh, obviously you listen to a lot more. Um, I mean, I listen to music, but I'm not like fully deep dove, deep dive in, uh, and everything. Um, but all right. Where do you want to start? Well, let's just, let's just start talking about what we're talking. Like, so this is something we probably should have done in December or the beginning of January. Um, not mid March. So just, I, I mean, I'm, I based mine off of 2022 releases. It's like, I don't have anything like if you want to see the, uh, this is us. That's not, or, uh, not, this is us. What is it? Um, 
Last of Us. The Last of Us. God, I always do that. The Last of Us and stuff. Then uh, tune in next March. Yeah. Uh, this is more about yeah where we landed on 2022. And I was, I mean, you know, while I was watching this stuff, and specifically at the end of last year, I was kind of piecing this together of what was my favorites in case we did this. It's you know now it's a natural default to just do this. Um, so, but it, it still took time to remember, did I like this more than this? It was like revisiting some things. Um, that's where I, I came out on it. The music list I had made already, I just didn't put together the link that will be at the end of this podcast, which I just did. Um, you know, at the end of the podcast, uh, I'm going to send you, um, since you're recording this, I'm going to send you a, um, file an mp3 file with with a a pre-edited top 10 list of songs from the year okay so i, I guess we could just start with that i mean i'll just tell you what was on the list and and, and my explanation and because it's probably the least in depth and um i can rush through that real quick so i added three honorable mentions um and they're all three from different kind of muse cat, uh, music categories. I'll see who you're familiar with. The first one was by uh, Danger Mouse. Remember that guy? I remember that guy. I didn't know what he's doing now. Well, this is a an album he did with the um, Black Thought. Do you know who Black Thought is? <laughs> no, do not know who that is. Black Thought is the lead singer of The Roots. Oh, okay. Well, lead singer, he's the he's the lead rapper on the on The Roots. So they did an album together. Uh, this one, the song's got uh, Aesop Rocky and then uh, Run the Jewels on it. The, the next is by a band called Idols that I really like. They seem to wind up on my list every year. Uh, the third is by this group called Bob Moses. They're DJs. Those are my uh, honorable mentions. My number 10 song was by a, a band called The Smile. If you're not familiar with The Smile, they're basically Radiohead without Johnny Greenwood, the guitarist. Um, the song's called You'll Never Work in Television. Wait, Pretty so much the actually, actually the Radiohead people without the one guy? Yep. Okay. And they're called The Smile. And the first song is You'll Never Work in Television, and that is basically... Probably true. Um, next is Diet Coke by Pusha T. He seems to be on my list every year. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, um, my, I know. my big pop hit on here is uh, the Charlie XCX, Beg For You. You know that song. It's been on all year. Yes, I know Beg For You. Um, and then number seven is Heidi Ho by Jack White with Q-Tip. Um, it's an interesting mixture. There's some things in that song and that uh, I saw them. I saw him live this year. Jack White. It was great. Played it. I was, you know, without Q-tip in it. He played the. It's good. Um, next is six. Was this this? I don't even know. If it was a person or a band called Mondo Cosmo, but the album was really good. There's like three or four songs. So this is what started happening. Is I was like the next couple. I like really liked the albums. I liked that album a lot. I have a number f- uh, five a song by the Mars Volta who've been around for a while. 
before it's a Harry Styles song that you heard all year, because I think that song's great, but because you hear it all year, I can't put it at number one because it drives me nuts because you hear it too much, you know? Yeah. Um, my favorite album of the year was, I, I think, was uh, Maggie Rogers, which she's she's number three. It's really good. Women singers, you're a big fan of that, so if you haven't, you should check that out. Uh, check it out. What was it like a singer songwriter thing, or is she more like a BB? She's got yeah, she's got some pop hooks. She's kind of got that. Um, you know the way I'll never say when sounds like Saint Vincent because Saint Vincent's her own thing. But you know how Saint Vincent sometimes is that, and sometimes she tries out some stuff, and um, I feel like it's kind of it's kind of got that. Like she, there's there's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly what it is, but um. Her first album was really good too, but this album I just kept hearing songs from it. And like the song I I chose is, is I mean I don't even. There's times that would be my favorite song on that album. There's times when. Second song is from the Maggie. Maggie what? Rogers. Rogers. Okay. Um, and she's like on all the festivals this year because I guess it kind of you know it did well and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, number two is Yeah, I and Did It, which is from the Euphoria soundtrack. Um, when I was running the marathon last year, uh, that was the song I listened to over and over again that kind of kept me going. Um, there's not a whole lot to it. It's not a very um, deep song. And it's like two minutes long, but I don't know that groove. I was I was too important to get in through my like training that I I had to put it in there, and then number one is uh, "Spitting Off the Edge of the World" by the Yeah Yeah Yeah. Um, that album is awesome as well this year. There's a bunch of good songs in that, and I'm a sucker for any kind of early two thousand New York scene band that makes a revival. I'm in. Yeah, I like the uh, that album actually. Listen to it. I've got to tell you, the fact that we don't have video. Oh, keep going. Okay. I got to tell you, the fact that we don't have video, um, I, it allows me to speak with more vulnerability. I think this might be the way to go in case we ever do this again. Like, okay. I don't look at you judging me back at me, even though you don't mean to. I just, you know. <laughs> um, I don't feel the consequences of what I'm saying in the moment. All right. We'll mark it down as uh, something to do on our next go around. Um, so, so yeah, so there you go. That's my top 10 list. It will be at the end of the, the um, podcast. Like it is every time we do our best of stuff. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't feel like this year was as strong. Like I, when I look at it, I don't, I think maybe one or two of those, uh, like two or three of those songs would make it. Um, over the last two years, everything else is kind of, hmm. um, when we first started doing this, 2020 was the best year. Um, when I look back, when I look at my list, 2020 was my best list so far. So, uh, anyway, that's I, where we stand I, in the I state of music. You keep all your, uh, all your, uh, archives. Well, I have it as a playlist, right? So sometimes I want to listen to the best of 2020. And I'll be like, wow, that was a pretty good year. <laughs> and um, I mean, you know, in my list, they, they tend to be so like my list of 2020 is like 32 songs. My best of my best of this year 
year was 20, you know, that gives you an idea. 2021, there was 22 songs. All right. That's how we do. Uh, not a great year for music, according to uh, Scott Forrester. Not a lot of options. No, there's a that I think that's that's what's different. There is a lot of options. There's probably it's like everything else. There's too many options. Actually, you know what? I think I if I was going to say, I think this year is better than last year. Last year was pretty tough too. Uh, also, I keep getting older, so I keep getting less cool. So that also has to be factored in. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, like I, I, yeah, I get further away from the youth as each, we, we felt each young. List comes. We felt young last night at the uh, Billy Joel concert, though. We certainly did. When you go to a concert with your parents, it's a good way to feel young. <laughs> um, um, your parents are a trooper getting through all that stuff. I don't know. But anyway. You know, she, my mom. I was talking to my mom today because she'll listen to this, and she was just like. I just, she's like, I wish everyone wouldn't treat me like I'm like, like a thousand years old, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I get it, but it's not you. I'm like, it's not you. It's like, there's a bunch of drunk people everywhere. Yeah. And the, you know, arc and there's like things everywhere. Like I tripped over those stupid things that, uh, those seats like that are in the, our suite had like these, uh, black, like, rounds like chairs that you couldn't see in the dark and i tripped yeah four times like imagine <laughs> someone my mom's age like she takes one tumble and done you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um well, i want to say a lot of accidents or potentially we also talked to, we, right we also talked about what a good time you were having last night you were you were like jamming out yeah it was fun it was good. It was good to see you let loose. It's like how I feel on Zoom without having to see anyone. <laughs> All right. Since we're going in reverse order, I think we should just do TV and then end. Yeah, I would say we'd probably want to save movies for last. That, that makes the most sense. All right. So it was, uh, this was a really good year for TV, actually. Yeah, TV is way better than the movies. Let's just say that. I was going through a lot of, uh, I had to really cut down a lot. I have 11. Me on too. Here. I have 11 on here, but I cut, you know, I'm sure you're going to have things on here and I'm be like, Oh shit. I forgot about that. Like I always do. Yeah, I know. I know. I, um, yeah, I had, um, yeah, I had probably close to 20 shows that I was like, this should be on the list. And yeah. I cut it down to 10. Yeah. I had like 17 or 18, but um so like so some that didn't even make honorable mention that you were kicking around like what what like give me one or two like something that that not that it would be on that like you would think wouldn't be on my list something that we we just don't talk about um oh that we both watch i mean i i the boys no no that we don't like i see i don't watch the boys uh uh no yeah something like that like like i'll tell you i watched a show this year called um uh, players, I thought was pretty good. It was on Paramount Plus, and it was about it was the guys that did um, the the fake documentary about drawing dicks on um, 
in high school, whatever that was show was called. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, they did this one. It's another fake documentary about like esports kids, and it's like really funny. Uh, you know, but not anywhere near best or or even on my um, honorable mention. But still, like just good, like stuff. I was like, huh, okay, yeah, that was good. Um. Yeah, I haven't watched anything. I I'm, I started Station of Eleven, and I know I'm really behind on that. Have you watched that? On what's that? It's called what's Station, that? Station Eleven. It's on. I have not watched it yet. Everybody was recommending it when you said that you like The Last of Us, so I, I it's on my list to watch. I haven't. Yeah, seen it I've yet. like never even like wanted to watch it, but then I got into the Last of Us kick, and then. I think it was Nicole or somebody. It was someone. I heard it from multiple people actually. Like, oh, if you like Last of Us, you'll love Station Eleven. And I I've exactly seen, seen like the first three episodes, four episodes. It's pretty good. There's no zombies, but it is about okay. it's about like a like a virus that kills a bunch of people. Um, All right, very good. The acting is very good, and uh, there's some situations in there. You're like, fuck, you know, like what are you gonna do? It makes you think a lot. Like, what would you do in every situation? Uh, it's more of like right. that kind of mentality when you're watching it. Like, they put you through these scenarios. Like, like this woman's, like, not ruining anything, but she's in Malaysia working. And then the virus hit, and now she can't get home. So it's like, shit. Mm. Like, what happens now? Like, you're now in the Malaysia for the rest of your life? Like, I don't know. Like... They haven't finished that storyline, but it's just like shit. Like that's like the story. That's why the show is good. It's like you're like they put everybody in these situations, and you basically like think to yourself, like, how would you get out of this? Um, right. So that is cool. not on my list because I haven't finished it yet. I've only seen like three episodes, but it's it may, you know, be able to pop into this by the end of that. But too late. Um, you didn't make it, Station Eleven. Yeah. All right. So, I have two honorable mentions outside my top ten. Um, one is Poker Face. I just finished Poker. That's this year. It is this year. That's it's twenty twenty three. All right, then it's off. Then that's why I put it last. All right. So never mind Poker Face. We'll put it on next year. Um, and the after party, I love after party. It's on Apple. It's I can't a, believe that's the only honorable mention for you. It's got a great cast. Um, I love the format that it's like every episode is a different genre of movie, and they tell the story in the episode in that style. Um, yeah, did you end up watching it? That's cool. No, no, you know what? I keep. I keep almost watching it and then not watching it. But maybe tonight. Maybe tonight's the night. Yeah, you should watch it. I'm so happy to have nothing to I'm so happy to have nothing to do today. It's like the best. Yeah. Um like this is the best day I've had all year. Um So, all right. So, see I have like my my honorable mention like I I like my honorable mention is like five I I have four, and then I have a number 10, and I'm going to be honest. I already crossed out what my number 10 was like five times. So I'm just going to read you my honorable mentions and my number 10. 
Okay. And and then you can take yours from there. Um, the first one is Irma Vep, which we, we you and I had talked about uh, quite a bit. Yes. Off the podcast. And on. Yeah, it's right. It's about when we uh, it's about when we broke up. Um, you know, I thought it kind of it it. I, I won't say it tailed off because it did the same thing. It just I lost some interest towards the end, but in the beginning, I was like, "Holy smokes, this is like freaking! This is a really cool show." Um, I don't know. It just it it. it some of the things I, the storylines I liked from the beginning didn't really stick too long. Like her ex, her ex, uh, assistant being her like girlfriend and all that stuff that just all kind of went away. Yeah. It was like one scene. You thought that she was going to be part of the whole show. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, I was like the chemistry between these two women is like, odd. it's like, Holy smokes. Yeah. Um, but it uh, didn't stick. Um, Yellow Jackets, I don't know if that made your top 10. You know, I forgot about that one. Here we go. Two shows in. You got the first you forgot about. Yeah, Yellow Jackets is great. I can't wait for the new season. Uh, so that's probably still in your honorable mention. I mean, that's the thing. is like when I watched Yellow Jackets, I was like, oh, this will definitely be in my top 10. But that was like a year ago and enough stuff has come out. Like I was going to ask you what would be on your top 10 of 2023 already. We know that Poker Face would be. Um, I, it's, I haven't gotten very far with it, but it, it seems like it would be on mine. I think the, the last of us, but nothing else as of right now. I don't think. Yeah. I gotta, I don't even know what I'm watching. Yeah, it's true. So there's a, so this is one of the things I wanted to get into. We talked about TV. Are we, we're, I think we're hitting the end of, I, I, I listened to a podcast about this. We're at the end of peak TV. Like these guys are just—they're like critics and stuff. They're like, there's just too much shit now. Yeah, and it's—it's it's like, you know, there's one guy was like, dude, if I ask my friends what to watch, everyone's got four different answers, and uh, it's like there's just too much. And you know, all these companies are losing money, so they're like not going to be making new shows as much as they were. So this is all finally coming to a head, and we'll be able to catch. If there's a writer's strike, at least we'll be able to catch up on everything. Um, <laughs> all right. So Irma Vap, Yellow Jackets, Winning Time. Winning Time was is was on my – that's my first number 10, and then I took it off. I was like, well, there was some problems with this, and da-da-da-da. I don't know. It was really good. I liked it, but it didn't make um, it. Okay. Uh, also, I don't know, mention Reservoir Dogs. Did you Did you do that this year? Reservation Dogs. Reservation uh, Dogs? Oh, well, I didn't watch the whole season, but I've watched a few episodes. The second season is so much better than the first. I like the first season, but the second season is so much better. It's just funnier. It's got, like, clear stories. It's just good. Like, the first season kind of set up, like, what this life is like out there. The second season's taking those people and putting them in com- comedic situations. Yeah. I'm- uh, and then the number 10... What's that? I'm in the middle of it. I haven't finished it. Okay. Uh, and then the number ten, that leaves the the number ten that wound up on my list is Barry. Okay. That's a good I'm number. Sure, 10. Barry's up on your list higher. Um. That should be in my honorable mentions. Oh, you said when you forgot. 
I don't even remember what happened in Barry. It's I mean, not very serious. Yeah, he went to prison. So that was my problem. That's why I, I didn't want to put it on. Like it just got really serious. But yeah, I don't know. Um, there's a couple next season. Well, did you see the preview? No. He's in prison. Yeah, I know. I don't know how they're gonna do this prison thing. Um, well, all right, my number ten. Or you want to do like ten through eight or something? No, you go ahead. I've been talking a while. You could you could do ten through eight, and then I'll catch up with you. All right. So, so my number ten is Peacemaker. I liked. I loved Peacemaker. I thought it was a great show. I thought it was funny. Had some crazy shit. Was violent. Uh, it was kind of like in the vein of the boys i think a little bit um i don't know i like i'm a fan of uh of what's his face now i can't remember the dude's name john cena i like john cena he's a funny comedic actor um my number nine is uh slow horses um i love that show um Gary Oldman's great, and I like all the people involved, and I like the the story, and I don't know. I think it's just a really good show. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I haven't I haven't watched Peacemaker. Um, I want to. I I know I've I've heard nothing but good things. Slow Horses. I did. I get I get so bored watching British television. I can't help it. But I think it's such a cool idea. I like the I like his character. I like the characters. Have you read the book or the it's one book or books? No. I didn't even know it came from a book. I Yeah, I've heard it's really good and I heard that they that they did a great job like he's he's spot on for the main guy that they write about like it's good. I don't know. I haven't I haven't read it so but I've heard that it's good. Yeah, he's uh his character is really good. Um and then my number eight is White Lotus. I, uh, it was a nice summer. That's a nice summer show. That's all I have to say. It's got like beautiful settings, good characters. Um, you always look forward to watching it on Sunday. You know, I know it's good. Yeah, yeah I, I have White Lotus up a lot higher. Okay, so what do you have? Nine and eight. My nine is better call Saul. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be up higher for you, but for me it was um it was still really good. It wasn't my favorite season of, of all the better call Sauls though. Yeah. Um I I think it ended it but like so like like with like most of the season I was like, oh it just isn't satisfying me. And then they, they really landed the plane with the last like three episodes. They like they just kind of nailed it, you know? So yeah, I love uh, that's my the fact that he is didn't win, like he just doesn't win, or that show doesn't win. I mean, they have one more Emmys to they broke it up to like try to get the Emmys. Um, they have one yeah. more Emmy to like get all the awards, and hopefully, you know, they get rewarded for the fact that the show is like one of the best shows on TV, um, and keeps getting overlooked by freaking uh, dumb shit all the time. Um, I mean, I know succession is like the big thing, but, um, I don't know. It's just, well, a, you still haven't watched it though. 
I know. I'm going to. Now that I'm unemployed, I, I'm planning on starting it. Um, okay. All right. So go ahead. Uh, my number eight is Severance. When I saw Severance, I thought it was going to be my number one for sure. That's how strong I think TV was this year. But I was like, this show is so good, it's going to be number one. Um, and maybe it would have been if it like came out later and you know recency bias, but uh, yeah, my number eight is Severance. It's um, did you watch it? I've only seen the first two episodes. Wow, I couldn't get into it. Maybe I'll I'll pick it back up. Uh, okay, numbers. I mean it's all kind of there in the first two episodes. It doesn't get. I mean, obviously, it gets creepier. You know, things happen and the story moves along, but that's the tone. I mean, that's what you're dealing with. Hmm. Um, all right, so you want to do seven? Sure. My number seven uh, was Andor. Yeah, Andor was a tough one. Like, I kept putting it on the list, putting it, taking it off. Um, it just didn't make the list. I would put it on my honorable mentions, but... I it didn't make my top ten. I thought um there's like a two or three episode there's there's like two two different like two to three episode arcs in that that were just so good. Like it was just done differently. It wasn't like you're following him, but it is like it's through like one like two or three stories throughout the whole thing, you know? There's like yeah. the prison story. There's the joining the rebel like group story where they do the robbery. It's like, God, there's so much good stuff in that show. I, I just, I can't, you know, and I, it took a lot for me to get into because I have to overlook the fact that they're watching like TV news on Star Wars. Like there's like scenes where they're doing stuff that we do. And I'm like, eh. Uh, but I mean, they just, any, first of all, uh, Tony Gilroy is just awesome. Let's just say that. Anything that guy does is, I'm going to give it a chance. I like that it was it was a lot grounder, like it was grounded more than like a lot of the other shows that they're doing for Star Wars. It like, you know, focus more on ground level things and you know the characters that are like, you know, off the beaten path and yeah, like you know, involved in everything. You know. They're just like people that have like one yes. slice of the pie, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just I just watched the Mandalorian before we jumped on this call, and I was just like, "This is such nonsense right now." I I, I don't have a lot of I don't. Good. I was just going to ask you what you thought of Mandalorian the first two episodes. What about it? I was just going to ask you what you thought of it. Like now that we're talking, oh, about it's. Look, I'm not gonna. I don't want to make this a complaint fest on our pod, but I still, you just keep breaking up on my end. That's why I have to ask you. But it's okay. We're surviving. Um, it's. Uh, I think it's not good right now. But I don't. I don't expect much from Mandalorian. I, it's going to be kind of junky stuff for like six episodes, and they're and then two of the episodes are going to do something sick that's going to make me like love Star Wars. You know, that's how I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't understand, like, yeah, the whole thing with him not being able to become a Mandalorian. Like, what does it matter? He's still doing Mandalorian things. And there's like... I don't know. There's only like four Mandalorian people left anyway, so... (laughs) 
It's like yeah, you're right. It's like he could have just said, "Oh yeah, I went to the fucking waters, and uh, now I'm back." Um, well, here's here's a question my cousin asked me: What when he goes to what? What's the woman? I forget the woman's name that he he goes to meet. Um, like, what was she doing all this time? She's just sitting there sulking for the last however yeah. long until someone showed up. Yeah, she's like, like all of everybody's dead. I'm watching this whole planet by myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's just whatever. It's more for kids anyway. So that's where I'm at at it. Uh, you want, why don't you go through uh, seven through five? All right. I'm sure these are going to, well, two of these are going to be on your list. Uh, number seven, I have rehearsal. The rehearsal, we talked about this on the podcast many times. Um, it was just so different and uh, just fascinating. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how this next season goes. I'm sure it's higher on your list, I think. Yes. Um, and then number six, I have Wednesday. Um, Tim Burton's show. Really? Yeah. I have number Wednesday at number six. Why? You thought it was going to be higher? No, I, I'm surprised it's on your list. It was, it was kind of a, it's like a CW show. I know. I just felt like I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was like one of the shows that I wanted to keep watching. I liked the tone. I liked the characters. Although Fred Armisen was like the big miscast in the whole thing, but you, you have problems with him now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think he's that funny. But um, I don't know. I like the characters. I like the director. I'm on. I heard that she's now gonna do. Uh, she's supposed to be saying it live tonight. But um, I heard that she's now gonna do Beetlejuice too, which worries me because she's basically playing like the same character. <laughs> she's probably gonna be playing like the same. Right. Um, right. Right. I'm guessing she's gonna be Wyona Ryder's daughter, and it's gonna be like the same Wednesday Adams character. Um, yeah, uh, she's pretty big right now. Uh, yeah, well, listen, you're 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 not alone with your love of that show, right? It's huge. I enjoyed it. I just i I enjoyed it for like you know for brainless whatever that it is. I uh, and I also thought like we got through those episodes in like two days, which I don't usually do. It was just like, and towards the end, it was like, all right, we're just this is just being stretched out like this is so thin and i don't like any of the guys that she's dealing with and all that crap but she's really good she's like awesome and and there's some stuff in there that's really good i'm with you i like the world i like every i like i mean i'm i'll watch the, whatever they do with it so i mean i, I just wouldn't it, it is crazy when you think about it how like one show could skyrocket your career into like the like just high levels like all of a sudden like everyone knows who she is she gained like like two million like instagram people in like literally like one day like everyone was just like all right we love this person and now she's making a shit ton of money and being and now being asked she's like the it girl now um all right so yeah. number five what we do in the shadows 
Um, I love this show, and it. Uh, I just can't wait for it to come on all the time. It's still got the same beats, um, and kind of the same jokes, but I still think it's hilarious. I um, you always put this really high on your list. I have not gotten to this season yet of that season yet. Okay, what do you got as number? I don't know where you're actually at. Are you on six? I did seven, so my number six is Euphoria. Is, not is my, Euphoria not on, on your list. list? Not on my list. Should be. On, should be on my list. Um, when I think about when I think about how they that like I was watching those when I was watching Euphoria, I was like, okay, this probably won't make my top ten this year. You know, I, I really didn't like it and everything. And then they did the whole thing about the play. And I just thought the play was so great. I was just about to say, like, I now that I remember it, like, the play was probably the best episode of TV this year. <laughs> That's a good question, what the best episode of TV was this year. I, um, the play was amazing. Yeah, I... Yeah, the play was it was fantastic. Um uh, and then but right before that you had like the the big Zendaya episode where she plays, you know, where she's wasted the whole time, which was really good. It's a good show. Apparently this new season um, be sober the whole time. Okay. I don't know if that was a request from her or what, but apparently it was I, I wanna say I'm gonna go to number five. To me, this is the cutoff point where you started getting into like the the top five, my top five is like I I th- these shows are fucking I think are really like they're like next level uh, and my number five is I won't get to it because I'm sure it's way higher than yours is the bear yes uh, my bear is uh, my four yeah yeah my um and I'll do my number four is um another like like the bear in another year could be I mean it won't it's not better than succession. But in the other years, it could be really high up, like, you know, one or two. Do you see? Uh, uh, number four is in. Hold on. Before, before the bear, we finished the bear. Um, did you see her speech at the uh, was it Independent Spirit Awards where she won? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when she uh, called um, out her castmate for beating him. <laughs> She's a weird. Yeah, that's good. Um. Number four for me is industry. I haven't seen it yet. In, industry season one was really good. Industry's doing is hitting all the right notes with this with their show. I, I uh, those who don't know, it's a it's an HBO show about like you know this, these young people who are like working for stock like the stock exchange out there, um, and it's all about. I mean, they're just all having sex and doing drugs with each other and all this stuff. So the first season is a nice job of establishing the world and who these people are. And uh, it was in my top 10 um, last year. But then this year they just took it and, and they like put these characters into situations that were like, like all kinds of moral quandaries. And, you know, it's just, it just heightened. Everything got heightened. It was like so good. So, uh, yeah. And again, that's another one. Another year would be, could be higher. So industry is my number four. Um, what's your number four? 
Uh, my number four is only murders in the building. Um, I love both of those, all three of them together. Uh, they're very fun to watch. And uh, I don't know, it's just a funny show and uh, very clever. And uh, I look forward to watching that. Every I mean, I wouldn't say the Kara, whatever her name is, that whole storyline was kind of like a wash. But um, I don't know. Those I just like all those guys together. Martin Short's hilarious. Um, yeah, that's my number one or number uh, four. I um, I didn't even put it on my list this year. I thought it was fine. I just felt like it was. I loved the first season. This season, it wasn't that different, but that's also part of the problem, right? Like, yeah. it was a little more sticky. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't like that storyline as much. I thought it was fine. Um, but, like, I felt... I know that this wouldn't make my top ten the minute it was, like, falling behind, and I'm, like, two or three weeks behind on uh, episodes. Yeah. I'm like... I'll catch up with this eventually. And then one night I'll bang it like three and be like, ah, oh, that was okay. All right. All right. What's your, th what's your three? Uh, better things. My, this show's oh. been one of the best shows on TV, uh, since its existence. And, uh, they know how to hit all the notes and the finale, uh, series finale on this Season was spot on and amazing and great writing and tied up everything. It was like, there's no way you could have. It was one of the best finales, I think, in terms of in the compassing of the whole show. It like did a very good job of tying everything up and being a love letter to the show along with the characters. I don't know. They did a great job. Um, I know you don't watch this, but you should definitely try it. Okay. Um, no, I, I, I have, I have episodes saved on my DVR. I just haven't gotten in. I haven't, I don't know where to start with that. How many seasons did they do with this show? I think it's five. Yeah. See, if you'd said four, it sounded less intimidating. Five is getting scary. Yeah. But they only do like, like eight or 10, eight to 10 episodes a season. Like it's not. Tough. And they're only half hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number three is another one I thought would be my number one no matter what, which was We Own the City. I watched that. Um, it's not on my list, but I liked it. I think that's probably my favorite episode of television um, when Wayne Jenkins goes full Wayne Jenkins. Like, when he becomes the, the bad like yeah. like yeah, when he starts talking in the third person and stuff, it must be Wayne Jenkins Day. Oh my god, it's like the best character on TV this year. That guy, um, I think we were talking about it when we were, we were talking about when we were last doing our pod. So I feel like it's not new to, to this, but uh, you know, we own the city, Baltimore, um, uh, David Simon. And so, like, they got full reign to do whatever they wanted in that city. And then, like, that episode culminates with the um, the Freddy, uh, what's his name, murder, and or where it happened, and the cops in the in the 
people in, in Baltimore start squaring off against each other at protests. And they took the actual cops and actual people who did that and like had them recreate it. Like when they shot it, which is insane. Yeah, that is crazy. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So like a lot of the motion in those scenes was like real. Like the people were like, wow, this actually, we, we actually really did this. Um, so yeah, that's my number three. So, uh, what's your number two? God. My number two is the White Lotus. Okay. I thought that covered everything I want from a TV show. It's like I, I right now, if you, if your appointment viewing, like where I'm getting together with people and watching it on a on the night that it airs, um. Then, um, then count like then it will it moves up several notches for me because, um, it just was so fun to watch that show together this year with people. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those things where it was like everybody was talking about it and it, and it was just good. All the characters are good. I, I don't know. That was great. Everyone said everything that needs to be said about it. Um, my two, two and one have already been talked about. My second one is the bear. Um, oh, I thought that'd be your number one. Okay. It's the darling of the uh, award season right now. It's, uh, the actors are winning and the show's winning. Um, it was just, I loved the pace, loved the characters, loved, uh, you know, the acting, this guy, you know, he's been, amazing on shameless for like 11 season and never got any sort of recognition and i'm glad that um now that he's doing the bear uh he's winning because you know apparently he's like getting to star he's gonna star in um devil in the white city i saw that yeah if that ever gets made it will it'll get made no one wants to spend money like a lot of money on TV shows now, and that show is like really expensive. Um, it's got a lot of the you know, via. it was going to be a show, it wasn't going to be a movie. It was supposed to, no, it was a show with uh Keanu Reeves. It was supposed to be Keanu Reeves. Oh, I yeah, okay. But originally it was a movie, and then they decided they wanted to make a series at Hulu, and then um, it was gonna, it was supposed to be DiCaprio, then he bowed out and then it was Keanu Reeves and now Keanu Reeves bowed out and the director bowed out and now they're back to the drawing board but gotcha and then number one was um call Saul. I don't know it's their call right okay I loved the whole um my number the whole, the whole I'm just gonna say one more thing about better calls Saul. just the way Vince Gilligan manages the playfulness and then all of a sudden like the shock value you know like it's very well yeah and you're just like sometimes you're like laughing and enjoying like the pranks and all this stuff and then when it gets like heavy you're like oh shit and then like it goes a whole nother way and you're still like okay i'm in um but all right what do you have that's great yeah it's a good way to call it um my number one is the rehearsal no, I didn't it's think that that would be that. 
Did Succession not even have a season this year? No. No, I didn't know. Okay. No, no, no. Well, Succession starts next week. But no, it was off all year. All right, the rehearsal. Um, so yeah, Succession's been my number one the last two years because those two were the best. They were it's amazing. Uh, yeah, the rehearsal, like we talked about. Um, it's weird because when I did my list at first, I didn't even have it on there. And then it hit me. I was like, oh my God. Like, it's the one show I've gone back and rewatched more than once and like talked, had more conversations about and just that has stuck with me more than anything. Um, specific, like I think about the episode, the last episode, just, I just can't believe how bonkers it is when he hires the kids for the birthday party, but he hires extras so they can't talk or right? oh. they'd have to pay him a lot more money. <laughs> and then, and then like the kids, the kid it just, just where it all winds up with the kid, just not, um, it's so weird and it's so painful and it's funny. It's like you talk about, cause what you described about Better Call Saul is great. This is like the same kind of thing where you're laughing at this and then you're like, oh my God, this is, but this is, this is that, but this real stakes, these are real people and this is actually happening. And it just, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, rehearsal of going to be my number one. Um, all right. So um, I guess we can move on to uh, our movie list. Our finale, the big finale, the movie. Why don't you kick it off with your... Where did you? My list is like you're gonna is all over the place. Just so you know. Sure, that's fine. So yeah. is my, you know, listen. I'm gonna say this. Like we're like movies this year when I was doing it. There's, I'll say there's three movies to me, I think it was three, that's where it cuts off that would be like a top, you know, would be a top movie any year. Like, you know, they'd be in the top five, top ten any year. Everything below that, I mean, I, I don't know, you could kind of make a, you know, not not that strong, I'll say. It's like, it's basically like how the economy is right now where there's a few people who have, a, who are like really doing awesome and everybody else is like, well, we're just doing our best. That's how I feel about my movie list. Yeah. I mean, if anyone saw my top five, they'd just be like, like we can't trust this guy. Um, oh, wow. Oh, this will be exciting then. Cause, cause I, I like that we didn't have the same things for TV for the most part. That was good. All right, so why don't you give us your honorable mentions? Honorable mentions? I mean, my honorable mentions are even just stretches like that I was looking for. Um, I liked Hustle, the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, that's on my um, mention. I love that. I actually just watched okay. that again recently. Oh. And it's really, it's really good. Adam Sandler cool. definitely deserved that nomination for Zag. I thought he was really good in it. Yeah, um, I had uh, Prey. That's on I my thought Prey was a good movie. That's on my honorable mentions. Good. Yeah. Oh, boy, what if we're going to have identical lists here? My I third honorable mention, I feel weird even saying this, but I like really enjoyed going to the movies and watching it is Avatar. 
Avatar's not on my list. It's fine. I, I have no problem with that. I had a problem putting it on my list, but I was like, if I'm going to be honest, I like really enjoyed going to the movie theater and watching that movie. Yeah, I, I did too. Uh, um, so that's kind of the criteria now. So what else is on your honorable mention? Those are those are the only three I had. And honestly, they were just filler. I have five movies on the list. I already gave you two. Um, Barbarian. Um, that, I thought about putting that in my honorable mention. That's a, that was in my my mix. Okay. I love that that movie just took a turn and had all these like surprise twists that you were just like, what the hell is happening? And it was like very uh, enjoyable. It was like you thought it was going one way, it completely fucking shifts like halfway through, and I don't know, it was fun. Um, yeah, menu is number is on my honorable mention. I love the menu. Okay, uh, um, not sure if that's on your list, but um, yeah. I really liked the story. I liked the characters. I loved the ending. I thought it was really well done. Um, and then my last honorable mention is, is the Fablemans. Sweet, mm. it did not make my top ten. I thought it was a really good. It didn't. Story, it's... But you know, after uh, like, did you? Yeah, I thought. So it was I, um, I have the Fablemans uh, nowhere near my list. I didn't dislike it. I liked it better when it was called Hand of God. But um, it was uh, I. I at first was like really on board with this movie. I was like, "This is," and I really like the scene. I like the story of when he goes to school and he makes the movie and like shows the kid as this, um, you know, kind of the way that he, you know, the the big scene when he shows the movie and he's zeroing in on the kid that's been bullying him. I thought that was really good. And I thought the kid that played him was good. I just, I didn't like the, I really didn't like the, it just kind of ends where like, yeah, well, this is what's happening. We're just going to go deal with this. Okay. Everything's great. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I thought I enjoyed the story. Uninspired stuff in there. Yeah. I can see that. I just thought it was, uh, it, it was one of the better technical movies of the year and just thought it deserved to be in mentioned. Um, all right. So what do you have as 10 through eight? Ten through eight. Okay. My number ten was Glass Onion. Okay. Um, I I have some problems with Glass Onion. I don't like the twins, one person playing twins thing like that. I mean, I was trying to replace it with something else. I just I couldn't find what I wanted to replace it with because I did like so much else of it. You know, I thought it was uh, really clever. I thought it was funny. It was good. Um. But uh, and I thought all the performances were good. I, I, you know, I, I know that they loved having like the Mona Lisa as a thing in the middle of it. I thought that was a little too far. I was like, ah, it's the Mona Lisa, sure. Like, you know, I never was once was like, oh my god, it's the Mona, you know. Yeah. Um, but but I think that they he writes that character really well, the Benoit Blanc, and I thought. It was like, you know, oh, there's so many movies. If you listen to anybody doing a movie review, they're always talking about the society, the haves and have-nots, and this is a good version of that. So my number 10. My number 9, uh, and, you know, I told you earlier, I was watching the 
Spirit Awards, I was like, he's going to think I'm stealing mine from that. But my number nine is uh, M- Emily the Criminal. Oh, I haven't even seen that. Um, it's got, you know, it's got some holes. It's got, you know, or not holes. I mean, you could, you could not, you could pick at some things that didn't work in it. But overall, it was like a good story where you're like, it's just kind of like, it's a like kind of old school movie where you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense that this would happen like this. Oh, that's okay. And then um, she's just really good. She, you know, she carries, she's the whole movie. Um, and it's got some melodrama that, you know, whatever. But I remember after I watched it, I liked it enough that I looked up the guy that like wrote it and directed it and started reading about him. Cause I was like, that that was um it's not like a super um out of the box way of telling a story or anything but it was just fresh it just felt like a fresh idea what what they were doing with it so um it was good um and then my number 8 is after sun i haven't seen that either um uh the little girl in that movie is freaking awesome and it's you know it's a typical indie movie where like not a whole lot happens to be honest it's you know it's so you're, it's kind of up to your performances for that to be good and they're both just really good in it um and uh yeah um so after sun uh yeah I wound up renting that um and if I pay for a movie I'm gonna like it automatically. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number 10 is All Quiet on the Western Front. I love that movie. But the budget, the or just like the size of the whole thing, the production was like amazing. I thought they did a great job. Um, I have to say, though, yeah, I German, German, okay. you know, when you watch a foreign movie, um, you know, the the you know, the actual language some of it's easy to listen to it. Other countries are really hard to listen to. And German is like, probably, I think to me, one of the hardest languages to listen to when you're watching something. I don't know why. Is that do no, it's probably in your genetic, it's probably your genetic makeup. (laughs) No, I don't think so. But like, there's that show dark. That's supposed to be like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that everyone says is like this time travel show that like everyone thinks is like the best show ever. Um, and I just, I've tried to watch it, but I just can't, I don't want to watch it. Dubbed. I can't get there. I don't want to watch it dubbed. Um, but like the, yeah, the German language is just, is tough. I can make a confession. I watched all quite on the Western front dubbed. Oh, Okay. That's fine. I can't watch it. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like watching movies like that. Like you know, with dubbing, I think it's it just it always seems so corny. Um, which is why we had to turn. It's like how, why we had to turn the video off here. I was just uh, and do I was this. Just going to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really liked it too. I really did it, and I, I liked it more after I watched it than when I like watched it. You know what I mean? It like stuck with me. Um. I just think, I think my problem with these with, them, with that movie isn't the movie's fault. It's like 
just feel like we've done enough of these kinds of like not like a like it, it is is it fresh take it's hard to say that when it's a remake of a movie that was already an adaptation of a book um and i but i do like you know what we're seeing it from the german point of view it's just it's not that different from you know the british point of view in you know in in whatever movie versus the american point of view in another movie it's just like you know, when you watched what was it, nineteen seventeen? Yeah, a lot of the same kind of shots, a lot of the same setups. You know, yeah. Um, but they're both good. So I mean, I you know that's so that's my bias that didn't let me put it on there. And I was like, you know what, this should be on there because it is a better movie than like Last Onion. But I was like, you know, it's tw- it's a twenty twenty three movie. It's getting, but it's being nominated for twenty twenty two stuff. So obviously it counts, but I was like, I'm not going to let it count <laughs> so that I don't have to put up my list. Uh, my number nine is tar. I'm sure you have it on your list. Um, I love this movie. When you're watching, let's it. wait on tar. Let's let's wait. Let's wait on tar. Wait on it. Okay. And number eight was glass onion. So glass onion. Oh, one thing I have. To oh, say I thought you were making fun of me. No, I I really enjoyed. I've seen Glass Onion like I think a couple times, actually three times, unfortunately. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think uh, why unfortunately? I don't know. Like I had to, I ended up having to watch it a third time because I was out. You know, everyone's when you're hanging out with a bunch of people and they like start. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I've seen it already. Um, I just like all the characters, you know, Ryan Johnson has like, I like the mystery of it. Um, I like a good mystery. They they don't make, you know, this movie was very different. Like it didn't, uh, we don't see movies like it and that's why I liked it. Um, but yeah, so that's what I have as, uh, number eight. What's your number seven? Um, Banshees and Sheeran. Did that make your list? No, it did not. Did you like Banshees of a Sharon? Did like it, but I didn't think it was the one of the best movies of the year. So here's here's my thing. I, I saw it twice in the theater. Um, once I went to see it, and the second time was a, a Q and A screening. And the first time I saw it, I was like, "Well, that was good." I don't know if I like loved that. And then the next day, I was thinking about what I thought it meant. And I, I think I told you what I thought it meant, right? Where it's kind of like your creative brain, where you're the one half, when you're trying to be creative, the one half of your brain, you have to learn to turn off the other side. And I, I thought that the two the two guys represented the, the two sides of your brain when you're trying to like create, like whether you're trying to paint or write something or make music. And the one guy's like, I, if you don't, if I, I have to, I just can't, I can't sit there on Twitter and read about Trump anymore. You know, if, if I'm ever going to get this shit done. Yeah. Um, but the second time I saw it, so anyway, so then I was like, huh, I like that a lot more. The second time I saw it, the thing I picked up on was how good his sister is in that movie. Oh yeah. She's great. Carrie Condon. And I didn't, I, yeah, and I, I voted for her in the SAG Awards because I had just seen it again. And 
there's just she carries so much of that movie that you don't even realize it um because she's not in as many scenes i was just like wow she is good so i uh yeah anyway so vaulted into number seven at my uh top 10 list okay where are you at where's your seven my number seven is pearl i uh oh i love pearl Pearl is the second movie in this trilogy that Ty West is doing, uh, which started with X. And now it's going to finish with this movie called Maxine that they're shooting in Los Angeles now. Um, But Mia Goth, she plays like multiple roles in these three movies. Um, Her performance in this is like, it's borderline Academy nominated. I don't know. I feel like she should have been looked at um, because she's captivating as this character. I don't know. She's just the way she portrays it, like the subtleties, the, but she's like soft, but you're like, Oh, this girl's got an edge to it. Cause you kind of know that she's kind of violent from the last movie. And this is like, this movie is like how she became who she is or she was in the other movie. Um, but I don't know. They did a great job with, the look of being, because these movies take place in the 70s and 50s. Um, and they just do a very good job with all the filmmaking aspects of it. And I thought it deserved to, uh, it was one of my favorite movies to watch this year. Um, yeah, I didn't see Pearl yet. I saw X. I thought X was good. Um, so, And Jenna Ortega was in that. Oh, in, in X, she was an X. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, she's the one. Yeah, yep. All right. Um, my um, okay. Uh, what do you guys? Or yeah. My number six is Triangle of Sadness. Um, I'm not sure if this is on your list, but I love this movie. It is, but we can talk about it. Great. The script was great. Um, I loved all the hierarchy stuff um in terms of like when they actually get to the island um it just was like it was like a very good arc to the whole movie from where it started i agree um the whole opening scene is like i feel like gonna be like in acting classes where like people are like you need to do a like a scene from a movie and like i feel like people are gonna use that scene that's how you talking about the Balenciaga when they're at the H&M. they're at the dinner and like the the model boyfriend oh. the girl's like not paying that whole long oh yes yeah you're yeah, right that is great yep so good um um the, does the does the excessive puking get to you yeah I did not I don't like the excessive pu- puking and and uh and pooping like even on the challenge when we watched the challenge, like how did the challenge not make our list for best show? Um, it's <laughs> like when they do these like things where they, um, you know, eat nasty shit and then they just have a bucket and like people are throwing up everywhere. Like I don't know if you watched yeah. War of the Champions or Worlds or whatever the hell it's called, but I like, started it and then I realized I didn't want to watch it. One of the first things they did was like like eat a bunch of shit and throw up all over the place. And I was like, this is how you're starting it. It's like so disgusting, mm. uh, but I don't like the excessive throw up stuff, but 
you know, it was comical in the moment. Um, but it was a little excessive. All right, what's your number six? Okay. My number six was the menu. Uh, um, I love the menu. I thought the menu was great. Um, and I, yeah, uh, we kind of covered it. I just thought um, it's weird because I had the, I've been switching around. I was switching mine around and triangle sadness I have coming up pretty soon. And it's, it, it all starts to run into the same thing because it's this whole class thing. And I was like, did I like the menu better than Triangle Sadness, or did I like? I thought, but I like Triangle Sadness a little bit better. Uh, so uh, six is the menu. My number five. Hold on. Hold on. So the menu. I, my, one of my. What I love about the menu too is like the reason um, uh, John Loguiziano, like he's there, like when he's like, "Why am I here?" And then the guy tells him why he's there. And it's just like classic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, you know, the one thing that's another movie that stuck with me. I, I rewatched the ending of that because I was like, there's a moment, and I'm just like, am I missing something from this moment? I think I even called you to ask you. Yeah. And you're like, no, she's just eating a cheeseburger. And I'm like, okay. Feels like there's something else, but uh, I couldn't find it anywhere. So it looks like that's what it was. Um, number five for me was After Yang. I haven't seen that yet either. I want to see that. Okay, so after Yang came out and what's that? That's been on my list for a while. I I want to see it. I loved after Yang, and I I'd actually like to talk to you after you see it because I think it's it's very sentimental. Um, everyone, you know, Colin Farrell was getting all this stuff for Banshees, but I thought he was better. And I thought he was better in After Yang. Uh, after Yang is a movie about um, it's like a futuristic movie where this family he and his wife have adopted a Chinese immigrant daughter. And in order to uh, make her feel more like family, they have a like robot surrogate um, Chinese brother for her, who's named Yang. And basically it start the movie starts with him, like his batteries having died. And so Colin Farrell spends the movie looking, trying to get him fixed. And he starts seeing all the things that Yang's done in his life and stuff. It's really cool. Wow, oh, I gotta try it. I definitely want to watch that. Yeah, yeah tell me after you've seen it. Uh, What's your five? We'll, maybe we'll watch that tonight. All right, uh, number five is Watcher. I like love this movie. What is the Watcher? The Watcher is this movie that stars Malika Monroe, which was from the. Uh, the uh what's that movie with this the um it follows she plays okay she plays the wife of this guy who's like romanian and she moves to romania and when so now you have this backdrop where she doesn't know anyone she's like in the middle of this like depressing city it's like all gloomy it's like really well done in terms of production design and there's this like serial killer that's killing people like in the city and that's kind of like the backdrop of like the suspense and you know one day she notices that someone's watching her from the apartment building across the way and she starts to assume that maybe 
this guy is the serial killer that um and she's getting very un you know unner- it's very unnerving and she doesn't know anyone and she's trapped kind of in this house she doesn't have a job she's just kind of like there and she feels very alone and it just the way they shoot it is very it follows like the guys in the background like falling around and then like okay just the the tone of it and it goes to some crazy places and it's like uh it was really good i i definitely recommend you check it out it was fucking is it is it um like a thriller type is that yeah it's a it's like a serial killer thriller you know it's like uh it's in english yeah it's in english uh, I might I might do that. Hey, maybe we'll just do each other's number fives tonight. All right, sounds good. Uh, <laughs> it's just very well made. Like it has like that it follows cinematography where you're always looking in the background to see. Hey, you, you keep saying it follows. I was at a, I had I was hosting a dinner party. Oh, maybe you were there. Yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was after the Super Bowl. And I was a little inebriated, and I kept talking about it follows, and I so much so that I just put it on, and people were like, "All right, we're gonna go." Yeah, this movie's intense. And I was like, "No, you gotta see this." Yeah, this movie is so intense. You're gonna like it. It's good. Um, cool. All right. Uh, my number four. Did you already do five? You did five. Yeah. Your number four is on. I did five. Yeah unbearable weight of massive talent i haven't seen it yet yeah it's hilarious i thought it was so good yeah just nicholas cage playing himself basically saying that his career is over so he's going out with a bang by doing some guy's birthday party some rich guy's birthday party and then he gets all involved in like a kidnapping and all this shit and it reinvigorates his love for action and movies and stuff and it's really good uh okay definitely recommend you know there's a lot of jokes in it on his behalf you know like inside jokes on his movies and stuff like that um which if you're a Nicolas Cage watcher which I think a lot of people have seen all the movies um will enjoy there's a lot of like Easter eggs. Okay. Um, all right. What do you got? At, what do you have it for? My my four is Triangle of Sadness. So we kind of covered it. Um, it's a great movie. And don't if you're going in because you saw that uh, Woody Harrelson was in it. Don't get used to it. It's just not, he's not really in it that much. He's a, he's very in a short amount of time. Um. All right, my number three. So, so I'm just gonna say the top. Like I said, the top three movies to me are head, are like way above everything else. Okay, number three. Um, my I mean, my number three is Top Gun, Maverick. It's my number three. Great. I mean, what what more can you say about this movie? I saw this twice in the theater. Like, I hadn't done that in a long time. Like where I went twice on purpose because I just enjoyed it so much. I haven't watched it since it's been out, out like on DVR though, on DVD or whatever on streaming. Hey, Tom Cruise saved the movie industry, man. It's got to be up in the list. It's uh, it's such a good movie. There's nothing, you know, hits all the notes. Hits yeah. all the notes. The fun time at the movies. That's what you 
That's that movie is why you have movie theaters. You know. Right. Um, yep. All right. Number two. Uh, my number. Go ahead. All right. I'll, I'll, my number two is my number two is Tar. Okay. Now we can talk about Tar. Yeah, I love Tar, and this is where I want to get into with like the Oscars and stuff. I think that Michelle Yeoh is going to win Best Picture or uh, Best Actress. Um, and just you know, everywhere, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once is my number one. So I'm not even gonna, I'm okay. not gonna keep the suspense going. Um, I, um, do you have that on your list? Yeah, it's a number two. So we're okay. Top Gun three. So everything, everywhere, all at once is your two, and you're I, you can save your number one because your number one is always the the whole reason we do this. Um, talking about Tar. All right. So Tar. So this is going to come down to Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett for Best Actress, and I think it's like I think Michelle Yeoh is awesome. I think Everything Everywhere All at Once is like the best movie in years. Like I just think when I saw that, you remember as soon as I saw it when it first came out, and I was like, "Dude, this is the best movie! Like this is just so good." Da da da. I'm almost to the point where I'm mad that's going to win everything because it's like I liked it better when. It wasn't. Everyone didn't know how great it was, which isn't fair. Like, good for them. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy for them. I just don't want the backlash of something that was that amazing to be, you know, whatever it becomes with this kind of thing. Um, but Tar, I, I really, I mean, I just thought it was so good, and I. Um, it like it's it still like haunts me that movie. Like I think about it all the time. Um, I just think it was like so. So the fact that Michelle Yeoh is going to win, or maybe, um, I don't ever want to be upset about that because I think it's a cool story and I'm glad and she was awesome. But I think what Kate Blanchett did in Tar is like shit. You're going to think about twenty years from now. You're going to be like, dude, how did she not win? Right? Like it's like she is so good in that movie. Like, I just don't know how you could be a better. It's like one of the best performances I've ever seen. And like the whole movie, it's just, it, it just builds into the thing. And it's like, it, it's scary. It's like thrilling. It's just all the stuff. You don't know what's real and what isn't. It's like, I went and read all these articles the next day about it. And there was like shots in there, shit that I didn't even catch. Like, I don't know if I told you, I think I probably told you, like, when she, there's a scene towards the end when she goes to check on her daughter and she's hearing noises and she goes in and in the corner is the woman, uh, a woman who had killed herself sitting in the corner by, you know, and you don't know if it's, you don't even, I didn't even see it. I had to like rewatch it after reading that that was in there. It's like, there's just so many, there's just so much happening on different levels. And the best thing about Tar was I thought it was about one thing. And when I was done and the person I watched it with was like, I watched it with Audrey's sister and she was like, she got a totally different thing from it. Now keep in mind, she gets totally different things from everything, but, um, but it it was like, Oh, this, that, and then that's kind of the point, right? The point of the movie is like, did this really happen? What's, which part? It's like, I don't know, man. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I also think like one of the best things about that movie is that you don't really know what you're watching 
And then until you get to the very end, I mean, you kind of obviously know like what's happening towards mid mid film, but you don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, when everything starts coming to light, you just see this slow decline of this person. And then when it's over, the very last scene, even the last scene, you're just like shocked and you're just like, oh my God. And it makes you reevaluate the entire rest of the movie. Like you actually, as you said, yeah. think about it. Because that ending of the movie like made you completely like want to break down the entire events that happened prior to it, you know? And now you understand yeah. clearly like what the movie was trying to show you. Uh, See, I so I'll disagree with you there. I don't think you can think clearly. Like, I was like, oh, this is a woman who got canceled. The end. And then the more I read about it, the more conversations I had, people were like, well, did, is that really what happened? When did that happen? You know, like, da, 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 you know, like. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like you're, it sets you up to think one way. And if you, if you're like, cool, I'm just turning my brain off to watch a movie. You'll, and you, and you watch that, you'll be like, oh, okay, that's what happened. But if you're like, wait a second, is that really what happened? You'll go into some holes with that thing. And you're like, oh. So I don't know. That's why I, I anything that any, anything that does that kind of thing I'm into. So like I had a conversation. I went out to lunch with my friend Shane and his fiance, who's that DP who shot She Said, which I thought was okay. And she, we were talking about Blonde, right? And she was like, what did you think of the movie Blonde? And I was like, I didn't like it. And I said, but here's my thing. is like, I think the things that that guy tried in that movie didn't work, right? I don't, I think the shots and some of the stuff that people were like repulsed by or like had a problem with, I understand that. I understand why they, people had that reaction. But I, w- I, I am fearful to go ahead and like scold somebody for trying it because at least they're trying to do something different and out of the box. I, in this case, it didn't work. So I didn't like it, but I wouldn't beat it up because I'm like, at least the guy's trying to like think of a different way to do things. Um, and that's kind of, I don't know. That's why I think I like Tarso. And then I became like really obsessed with Todd field stuff. Cause I was like, man, that was really smart to come up with that. And the more I listened to him, I kind of felt like he was, uh, He's giving a lot of the same answers and everything, and he really likes himself. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, he does, but he's, he's a smart guy, and a guy makes good movies, though. So. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Um, I guess we'll see tomorrow if the Academy wants to give her the Oscar. Uh, so number two, I have Everything Everywhere All at Once. We talked about that. And then my number one movie this year is 13 Lives. Um, Ron Howard. Um, I don't know why this movie is not getting any sort of buzz or anything, but it basically it's about, um, the Thai soccer team getting trapped in the cave and the rescue. And it was like, so emotional. That movie was emotional from beginning to end. It put you through the ringer. It was exciting. It was just like, how the fuck are they going to do this? And it's the crazy thing is that there's a documentary. I think that came out last year called the cave cave rescue or something which is like a i guess a companion piece to this um 
that's really good too um to kind of show like the amount of people that went into this and the amount of decisions that they had to make and the rescue effort was just like unprecedented it was just crazy and there was no order everybody was just like you know all the families are there every day screaming and yelling the media like how can you focus like that's one of the things that's great about the movie it's like there's so much chaos around them trying to get these people out because it's like six eight six hour like dive to where the kids were at so basically they went in there and then they're like oh, okay we found them well now what do we do like these there's no way we can get these kids out like and it's just like the thought process and the ingenuity and the the people that came together to come up with a plan and how to get these kids out of this, you know, imagine kids that don't know, you know, they have to be basically in a suit. They have to drag them through this cave underwater to get out without them panicking. Cause then they just like go freaking out and they, you know, they, hit their head or they do something, they stop breathing, like you're screwed. They're dead. Um, and I just thought it was just like a feel good movie. You know, it's just one of those, you know, tears. You cry at the end for sure. There's no dry eyes. Um, but it's such a great movie. I definitely recommend it. I've not seen it. I don't even know where to find it. It's on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Okay. It's uh, Colin Farrell, and um, oh, this is the one that's right when we were talking. You said it was your favorite movie, but you didn't know that Colin Farrell was in it. <laughs> I didn't remember. Um, and Vigo Mortensen, <laughs> and uh, those are the two guys that they bring in, or they come in and they like do you know handle the rescue. But it's such a good movie. I recommend it. Okay. All right. Uh, while we were sitting here doing this, just going to give you two quick facts that came across uh, my emails. Number one, um, uh, these are both very important things. Um, let me find the first here. Uh, Sunny D has introduced a new alcoholic drink. Oh, I didn't even know Sunny yeah. D was still around. I didn't either. The second thing is uh, they put in 1,160 toilets and urinals in the new Clipper Stadium, three times the average of a normal stadium. I heard that, and I approve. Steve Ballmer <laughs> said, uh, um, we do not want people waiting in line. We want people to get back to their damn seats. Yeah. Speaking of innovation, um, something like that on that, on that note. I went to the new Beverly cinema for the first time since it's been renovated in a long time. And okay. I had to, I went to see the wedding singer and I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, cool. I had to go to the bathroom. And so I went into the bathroom and they play the audio from the movie in the bathroom. While you're We've been talking about this forever. Haven't we? All I know I is know, I've been talking about this. I'm, all I know is that's like the best idea ever because then you don't really miss on the movie. Exactly. 
I've been saying this forever that they needed to start. I didn't, I didn't think audio. I was saying you just have the movie playing while you're in there, but audio is fine. That's a great call. You know, obviously you can't do it with a 16 movie theater, but if it's a one movie thing where you like go in and you're like, yeah, because then you have 16 movies playing. That's good. <laughs> um, all right. Well, good hang. Glad we, uh, I don't know was, what, what the plan is. It's good to get the band future. back together, bud. Yeah, I don't know what the plan is for the future, but we'll, we'll let everyone know, I guess. Um, so I hope the three or four people who will listen to this know what to watch now. There's going to be a surprise pop-up in everybody's uh, um, podcast app. Um, all right, so I'm going to wait for your, we're going to post this soon, and uh, we'll talk to you later. The bar killer, I stole a demon from Don's villa. A god body with temperament of a godzilla. And you ain't shit, you fuck a valley of heart filler. A dictator with hard heart, I starve niggas. Do the new sensation. Okay, that's on all fours. Then shot that dance floor. Then scream, I die for the cause. What else could your lungs be for? Huh? Players aiming coach right. Master recipes under stove lights. The number on this jersey is the quote price. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat, right? But only I can really have a snow fight. Detroit nigga challenge, what's your dope like? If your bin's bigger, step it up the ghost life.
with that 40 Maggie. Tell them fucking cowboys it's a hootin' nanny. Maybe they'll be singing from New York to the west of Cali. Cause I fucking did it, yeah, I fucking said it. Understand me? High on that money flow, ride like that Carlito. Fly in that tuxedo, find me in Monaco. High on that Mexico, Cuban and Henigo. Ape with my shitty evolve, cake getting hot and cold. 